Welcome to the Full 360 with Robin and John. Robin, I'm about to tell you something that might melt your brain. Um, but before I do, I just want to you know, get a sense of how you feel about cats. Cats? Oh, see, my voice went up. Obviously, I love okay. cats. I couldn't even hide it. I couldn't even hide it. I'm, okay. I, what, do you I, love, what do you love about them? Oh, I don't, we have six minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, and I've got a lot to get through as okay. well. So. Uh, I, I grew up with cats. I, I, I love their sort of um, uh, indifference. But affectionate, but indifferent. Right? I feel like I... Anyway, cats are awesome. We'll leave it at that. Okay, okay. Uh, All right. Well, there exists a single-celled parasite in the intestines of cats. I don't like where this is going, John. That... Um, requires an intermediate host to live out its life cycle. So let me let me draw this out for you, Robin. Okay. It's called Toxoplasma gondii. It it reproduces inside of the cat's stomach. Um, it comes out of the cat's intestines with its feces. It becomes consumed in the environment and gets into another animal, ideally. A mouse or a rat. Okay. It then inhibits the mouse or rat's fear receptors in their brain, makes them less fearful, makes them attracted to cats and the smell of their urine, and slows their reactions, making them easier to catch so that the cat can consume the mouse or rat and the parasite can fulfill its life cycle coming back to the cat's intestine. Wow. That, that is a... Wow. Yeah, I know. I would like to give you a couple minutes to, like, take it in, but we're, we're, we're in... Oh, in you we're, we're right. Okay, I get it. All right. Um, well, first of all, uh, I didn't care for half of those words. Uh, you know, intestine and parasite and all nasty words. We, we, I know. Let's, I know. Let's not revisit any of those. Yeah. But... But... But, but it, it just see, this is why cats are awesome, though. <laughs> like... <laughs> like <laughs> And I have to wonder, like, I have to wonder, do cats know that this is happening? You know, like, if cats, have, have they figured this out over, you know, millennia? Or do cats just figure, yeah, I'm a cat. Of course the mouse would want to come and be with me so that I can eat it. I mean, like, is this... And... Because I, I feel like a cat would do that. I feel like a cat's just like, well, yes, of course, my food is my food is going to come to me. <laughs> I shouldn't have to go and get it. You know, that's a cat, right? It's like a godlike complex. Oh, of, absolutely. Of the cat. It's such a boss hunting technique. Like, wow. you know, you don't even have to like wait in and and prey on them, stalk them. Although they are amazing at that, you you literally infect their brains. <laughs> And make them come to you. But, but it's that's, next level. That it is next level, and and I, I have to wonder, like, did that uh, was that something that's always been with cats, or is that something that evolved after? Like, what? It's the chicken and the egg, which came first, right? I know. Like, I were know. cats just like one one day, were cats sitting around, and then like you know, we're working far too hard to get our food, <laughs> right? And then, 
And then the genetics kicked in, and, and, and this is what they have now. Or were they, or did it just make them lazy? Did, did it did make, it make them, them lazy? Because so they are pretty lazy, right? Easy going. Like, They're like, eh, I don't really, this is, this is easy now. Huh. Yeah, because, mm. I mean, the, most of the time, a cat, I mean, what do they sleep, like 18, 19 hours a day? Like, that That can't have been happening, you know, before house cats were house cats, because they would have been, they would have had to be out there working. And, and So it is more common in wild cats, uh, but it's still incredibly prevalent in domestic cats as well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I've always suspected... <laughs> that cats are up to something. <laughs> I've always had that feeling, because I can read my dogs. Like, I'm like, oh, he's hungry. Of course. He wants some attention. Of course. He's da-da-da-da-da. And, I mean, I can, you know, you can tell when your cat's hungry. They let you know. You can, you can read a lot of what they're doing, but I feel like it's only because they're like, come on, get the message. Yeah. And they're still up to something. Well, of and course they're up to something. I mean, that's part of the beauty of cats. Yeah. But did, little did I suspect they were <laughs> up to something like this. They're up to biological warfare. That's what they're doing. Yeah. I love the idea of this parasite kind of being the cat's minions, <laughs> like extending itself out into the world, into the environment. Huh. To like bring its, like, just like you said, to bring its food to it. Now, Robin... There is a part two to this. We have we have seconds to go. It's to. gonna be it's gonna be a part two podcast. Okay. Because at least one in three people is also infected by this parasite. Oh no. Which is latent inside of our brains. Oh no. And it acts on us as well. Oh. I'll catch you next time. Well, that was great, Robin. One of our very best, John. And if you want to hear more, you should come over to patreon.com slash thefull360 and join us for our bonus episodes. Weekly posts. And good vibe community. And what was that address again, John? Patreon.com slash thefull360.